Hello there, you're listening to the Watson's Daily Podcast with me, Peter Watson, on Thursday the 18th of May. Today I am joined by Georgia Merigi, who is a Watson's Daily Ambassador. Hi there Georgia, how are you doing today? Hi Peter, I'm well thanks, how are you? Yep, all good here, thank you. Um, So what story did you pick out from today's Watson's Daily? Carrying on in the vein of retail news today, I wanted to discuss JD Sports Mm -hmm. announcing it's on track to hit £1 billion of profits this year Mm -hmm. as it continues its expansion into the US and Europe. Mm -hmm. Um, The story is originally from The Guardian and it shows that the sports chain remains pretty confident that the athleisure trend is set to continue. So JD Sports saw a 12% rise in sales And while half of it was because of inflation and the brand passing on high prices to consumers, the other half comes from additional sales. And it's interesting because JD's customer base is predominantly young people. Mm. And we're actually seeing that young people now are still spending despite the not so great economic climate. Mm. And that's because we've got staff shortages in key markets. So there are more opportunities for young people now to get work. And they're earning income that they can then spend to buy those clothes and their sneakers at their favorite retailers. We're also going out more as a generation, I think. And when we do, we kind of like to show off what we're wearing. And I think this is exacerbated in particular by the social media trend of showing off your fits. And we've got Mm -hmm. a lot of influencers at the moment. I'm not sure if you've seen them, but who they like to build basically their whole image on what their style is. And Mm -hmm. people will look at them for inspiration. So they'll see, okay, what shoes are they wearing? I'm going to go buy them maybe at JD Sports. Mm. Um, And also we've got more young people living at home at the moment because with very high rents and living costs, everyone started to move back home with mom and dad just so you can save on those costs. And because of that, we've got a little bit more disposable income to actually play with, which Mm. means we can go and buy our sneakers and our like athleisure wear um and i think yeah it's about 42 percent of young people at the moment who are Mm. still living with their parents which is quite a high figure i think Mm, mm. yeah it is amazing actually because i mean i mean obviously i'm an old man uh, and i think (laughs) that uh, when i you know when i went to uni the whole idea was to try and get as far away from your uh, your parents as reasonably possible while still staying close enough that if if, um if the washing machine broke down you could still get your mum to uh you know do the laundry um uh, (laughs) so there's a subtle sort of uh you know balance there between uh between needs but yeah i mean i think that um yeah it is it is interesting this whole um so i think yeah i mean i find that the athleisure thing is very interesting because on the one hand you think how many jogger pairs of joggers and hoodies do you actually need and the thing is i guess i i reckon people sort of buy them they wear them a lot and then just get a bit bored of it and so they just keep buying them you know over over time um even though they're still you know they're still perfectly fine um and it just seems that everyone has has done this and you know the the default footwear of choice has has become has become trainers or you know sneakers or whatever you want to call them um you know and and so 
yeah, it's it's quite. I think it's quite. I mean, on the other hand, I think the the pendulum is swinging slightly back again towards smart um, in mm. the sense that people are more people are going to the office. And although you'd have thought that a lot of employers will be a bit more relaxed on what everyone's wearing these days, um, that that um, you know, pe- some people just themselves want to go because I think you know there's a lot of there's a lot of people out there that will say look you know you've got to dress for the job that you want that you aspire mm. to not necessarily um for the job that you are doing although obviously if those are vastly different and you can't it's not like you could turn up in a in an mm-hmm. like a sort of five grand suit um if you're if you're say working on a production line for instance um because that would be that would be impractical uh, mm. And relatively presumptuous as well as to your future prospects, but you know, um, I do think that it is interesting. I also, I kind of wonder though, you know, with with JD Sports, they've done they've done very well in in uh, in the US and Europe, and they're looking to expand. But I I just find it almost a bit mystifying, really, as to why they're doing well because I don't feel that they're doing anything particularly different mm. um i mean i can understand you know you, you've got um say some something like gymshark which i think is you know has been becoming very popular in especially in the u.s um because there it's a it's a it's a brand you know and it's a, a lot of people like it i mean didn't i think that the um founded i think he got he got made was he made an mbe or something the other day but um you know i mean there's 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 a you know it's a lifestyle he, he seems like a nice guy he 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 does well on on social media um he's aspirational you know that all that kind of stuff you know is all good and you see it seems to me as well that you know makes like nike like adidas you know they're they like they're trying to push their own um, outlets rather than supply everyone with all this. I mean, they still supply everyone with their stuff, but you know, they want to maybe keep some of the stuff back so that it's only you can only buy it from them. And yet, you know, JD Sports is doing quite well. So I don't know why. I mean, do, what do you do? You uh, do you find JD Sports is a, is a good place to go? I mean, we were kind of discussing this earlier, and I think JD Sports. It's good if you want to go and you and buy trainers and mm-hmm. you don't really know what kind of trainers you want, but maybe you're looking at some Nikes and some Adidas and you just kind mm. of want to compare them. Yeah. In that sense, you can go to the stores and you can try on the different brands, see what you like best and just come away with a purchase. But mm. in terms of their clothing, I don't think it's anything that good. There's nothing quite unique about it. Mm. And I mean, I would rather get, my athletic wear from somewhere like Gymshark because mm. the quality is good the styles are quite nice I find them a bit more tailored towards actually like working out and exercising yeah but kind of also looking good at the same time mm. whereas mm-hmm. JD Sports is a bit of everything but nothing that recognizable or you yeah. want to wear outside the house um, yeah. unless you were to go and buy specific sneakers yeah um but yeah, but there are a lot of other stores like that. I mean, Foot Locker is one that I would probably go to over JD Sports if yeah. they're two next to each other in a shopping yeah. centre. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it is quite surprising how well it's doing. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, but I mean, clearly they're doing well, and so that's good. They're they're expanding. I mean, I do find that um, a lot of times um, the US is one of those countries that um, British retailers go to, mm. and it becomes the graveyard of many a British retailer. You know, they go there, they promise a load of, of expansion. Um, it might do well initially, or it just doesn't get tra- gain traction, um, and then you know and 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 then it just fades into obscurity um because what what tends to happen with when this hap- when this goes on is that <clears throat> that it's often you know um retailers will often look to um international expansion if mm-hmm. they feel that the domestic market you know the growth in the domestic market is maturing or has peaked and so um rather than you know come out with boring um results all the time um they say oh you know we 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 decided we're going to expand in xyz country and so you know you then get the i mean th- you then tend to get i mean this is very generalized right so then the next thing is you know the next results aren't so good and they'll say ah oh, well you see we did it in expansion it's cost a bit you got to speculate to accumulate um, and then so they've got a bit of an excuse for rubbish results for maybe another quarter or two or maybe a bit longer. Uh, and then after that, you know, investors get a bit antsy and they say, hey, what's going on with your your, um, uh, you know, X, Y, Z, you know, uh, um, it, it, um, uh, expansion. And, and, and then then it all starts getting real. You know, they then say, oh, well, local competition is difficult or something. But I mean, it does seem that they're doing OK um at the moment but i i just wonder how sustainable it can be in what is already a very saturated market um with the makers of a lot of the the most popular stuff that you sell are in a way your biggest um competitors as well so difficult difficult really i mean in a way i kind of see jd sports as the department store of the sports world Mm. um because it kind of brings together different makes um but doesn't ultimately have its own so yeah yeah no that's exactly it and obviously they've got all these big growth plans at the moment and even in terms of expanding into new areas like gaming and music by these Mm. partnerships Mm. that could be i think potentially more interesting than yeah. adding those 600 stores in the US in the next five years because it is a crowded market. Yeah. Whereas yeah. trying to diversify their offering a bit more, like they mm. did with uh, JD Gyms, which is their mm. low-cost gym chain, yeah. that, that's quite interesting, I think. But mm. we'll see. As long as this sports leisure wear trend continues, yeah. um, then maybe their prospects are quite good. But Fair enough. Yes. Absolutely. Um, yeah. What story did you pick today, Peter? Um well, I I picked the TikTok ban um, as a as a story today. Before I go on to that, just to go back to your athleisure story, um, I, this is a bit of a random recommendation, but I recently saw um, the film on Netflix Air. Have you seen that? I haven't. It's, actually. it's, it's about so it's it's got Matt Damon and hmm. oh god, what's his name? His best mate. I've forgotten his name now. Um, ben Affleck um, <laughs> in it, and basically, what that that is the story of how Air Jordans came to being. So um, it was really amazing because not Nike was nowhere in the basketball 
um, sort yeah. of world. It had something. So it was like Converse was the biggest with something like 54% market share. Adidas with, I don't know, 20, 27 or something percent. And Nike was a very distant third. And then basically it was a story how they signed Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. And it was, it's really, I think it's really good. Anyway, there you go. There's a, a Netflix recommendation for you. I will definitely that, be watching that. that Thanks, yeah, Peter. That, that's right. The, 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 that goes very well with your recommendation there. So uh, anyway, right. So um, I was going to talk about TikTok. Um, very interesting story today. It was only, I only saw it in, you know, because obviously, as everyone knows, I read five newspapers every day um, to to put together Watson's Daily. Um, this story was only in the Wall Street Journal at the time that I was reading it. So maybe it's been taken up by others. But um, in Montana, in America, they've decided to bring in a ban on TikTok. Um, the ban won't come into force until the 1st of January next year. But um you know this has happened this is a bit of a shock um and i'm sure that there will be lots of um uh resistance to this there's already this whole thing of you know the violating the rights of mm. free speech and everyone's sort of jumping on that bandwagon um and um and yeah there'll be appeals so i'm uh, imagine the, the 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 appeals will delay the implementation of of this ban um from january but still um, I would have thought that this is probably potentially good um, for uh, Meta Platforms is Instagram, of course, because I suspect if you are a predominantly TikTok creator, you are going to you'll, you'll be a bit silly to just stick with it. If you've not got any presence elsewhere, you'd be much better advised to try to transfer at least some of your audience over to Instagram um, just in case, because um, I think that at the moment um, it looks it, at the moment it looks like everything. It, well, I don't think that people really believe that TikTok is going to be banned in the US. Hmm. Um, there's a lot of talk about it, um, and obviously this would give this particular decision will give credence to that. But I think ultimately no one believes that it's really going to happen. So if it does, it will be a massive shock. So, um, so I think that, uh, yeah, if you're a creator, you want to go onto Instagram and of course they just, Meta Platforms has just introduced the new kind of, um, verification tick thing, um, you know, like Twitter has done recently. And that may, it may mean that they might, you know, maybe they'll get more business from that as more people transfer over from TikTok to Instagram maybe they want that verification mark so they might get some more business there but um but yeah i mean it's interesting and it could set a precedent um that could be used elsewhere in the us and the rest of the world um but i, I don't know what do you reckon do you think do you, banning's a good thing um i mean i'm not the hu a huge fan of tiktok myself just because mm -hmm. i feel like it's very easy to get quite addicted to it and to spend mm -hmm. a lot of time scrolling through the feed Mm -hmm. um and that's not necessarily great in terms of productivity and also just getting out and doing things with friends and the fresh air i don't know whether my, i'm a little bit old-fashioned like that <laughs> but i can see both sides of it like obviously yeah. tiktok has got huge benefits in terms of sort of the community aspect and allowing creators to get their the things that they're working on out to a larger audience and mm. with like cooking videos and 
informative things i think that's interesting mm. um, that's a good side of tiktok but then mm. you've got the negatives um especially around bullying on the internet and you know there are a lot of sad stories and a lot of sad things going on with some children and some people being negatively affected um mm. by tiktok and social media so yeah. that's not the great side um but also in terms of data concerns um mm. i think a lot of people are worried about that at the moment mm. Mm. um but yeah because there's so many people on tiktok and uh, there is such an uproar already just with this one ban and the fact that they're even considering banning it outright mm. Mm. it would be very difficult for the u.s to actually pull it off there will mm. be a legal challenge um, mm. Mm. and yeah we'll see we'll see what happens but it's going to be a big debate for sure. Absolutely, I don't. I think no one, nothing gets everyone riled up um, quite as much as 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 denying them the right to do funny dances <laughs> or play pranks on people exactly uh, in thirty second bite sized chunks. So, um, so anyway, yeah, we'll see. And and obviously, this all then feeds into the whole disinformation mm. you know debate that's leading up to the yes. um the presidential election next year and i you know i was saying to you earlier that i do i think that um you know old man biden um trying to get re reelected um is hardly going to endear himself to the youth of of america um by you know standing with his zimmer frame on the platform saying okay i understand what you youth you young people want and oh and by the way i'm banning tiktok i mean it's just not it's not gonna not look a good, good look for him it's not, not for good sure. look. i mean the only way that i think this could ever um gain traction realistically is if something horrendous happens that involve that uncontrovertibly involves tiktok and if that is the case then a strong stance against TikTok might prove a positive, but at the moment, it's it's a mass. It would be a massive buzzkill, um, and it would be a case of, well, you know, he he doesn't understand. He doesn't understand the youth of America. So, um, so anyway, yeah. Um, so there you go. Um, on on that, I think we better finish on that note. Um, uh, on the on the note of buzzkill. Um, and um, <laughs> good ending. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Indeed. Um, so thank you once again, uh, Georgia, for your uh, insights today. Thank you for um, having me, Peter. No problem. And uh, thank you very much for listeners for listening. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll be back again tomorrow. Many thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>